You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Welcome, welcome, music warriors, to another episode of Musician Today the podcast where we bring you the most epic artists that we can find all around the web and in our area of interest so that we can bring you their stories and inspire you to pursue your career in music as an independent artist. And today we have the most luxurious artist who performs all around the events in GTA. We have Chantelle Debay. Um, and she is a harpist who provides romantic music and luxurious looks that are unmatched by any other instrument. Toronto's most elegant harpist, Chantal, believes that it's very important not to only offer romantic music, but an elegant presence for every performance. She fully understands the importance of sounding the part and looking the part. Toronto's most elegant harpist, Chantal Dubay, is recommended by some of Toronto's finest venues and event planners because she is friendly, easy to work with, offers helpful suggestions regarding your musical needs, and communicates promptly, making the booking process very simple. She has been performing at special events for over 22 years in GTA, Caledon, Halton Hills, and Niagara region. Her use of experience will benefit you invaluably on your important day. As a professional harpist, Chantal has worked with some of the best, such as the Royal York, the Ritz Carlton, the Estates of Sunnybrook, the Grand Castelloma, Angus Glen, Graydon Hall Manor Inn, and on 20 Milcroft Inn and Spa from the Vintage Inns. One fine day events, uh, fabulous occasions, Oliver and Bonaccini, and many more. In her spare time, Chantal enjoys volunteering at the Credit Valley Hospital, playing at the NICU for their premature babies. The harp has been scientifically proven to benefit preemies. This is a unique way that Chantal is able to give back to her community in a thoughtful and practical manner. She values her time at the hospital and is very appreciated by the entire staff. Her experiences playing for premature babies have taught her to appreciate the fragility of life and the value of harp music. Chantal is featured on tonight's Being Frank show. So go ahead, check her out. Uh, she'll be playing some of your favorite Christmas classics. And Chantal is also featured as a harpist on Views by Drake. So you can listen to her on Keep the Family Close, You With Me, and Child's Play. And today, she's bringing you her uh, collaborative album for Christmas. So we would like to sh share a bit more music from that and talk about the process of creating the album. So stick around guys to the end because you get to hear some tracks from that today. So you can always find Chantal at her website at chantaldubay.com on Instagram at little harpist <laughs> on Facebook forward slash Chantal Dubay the harpist on Twitter at little harpist on YouTube Look up Chantal Harpis and you will find her. So she's really easy to find. She has some beautiful videos on there. So hi, Chantal. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. That was a lot. <laughs> I know. I'm like stuttering already. <laughs> well, that's an impressive bio. And what? how kind of you to volunteer at the hospital. I often yeah. find that, you know, the power of music for playing for people, it just wakes them up in ways that nothing else does. So that's amazing. <laughs> and what can you tell us about your Christmas album? 
Well, um, the Christmas album came out at the beginning of December, and we are so excited to finally release it because we actually recorded it in August of 2018, and um, Sophie was eight months pregnant at the time when we recorded it. Oh, wow. And she's uh, living in Calgary. She's originally from Australia, but um, moved to Calgary, got married, had kids, and so on, and so it was just really tricky time to release it, even though we got it done. So we waited until this year to do it, and it was crazy because I recorded in Mississauga at Metalworks. She recorded somewhere in Calgary and then yeah. brought the two pieces together, and we only met each other um, in November of this year for the first time. Oh, wow. and, yeah, and the album was completely done at that point. So it was crazy that you can do that, mm -hmm. and it was really awesome that you could do that, you know, and not have to be at the same place at the same time. So the album is just harp and violin. It's extremely um, soothing, calming, and it's refreshing because there's no lyrics. And everybody knows the songs that we have on the album. They're all classic Christmas carols. The album is called Christmas Classics. And so um, if you're looking at the album, it's available everywhere digitally. It's Christmas Classics by Sophie Armstrong, and then I'm the feature musician on the album. So check it out, download it. I'm yeah. sure by now, you know, everybody's kind of getting sick of the same old Christmas carols that they're hearing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I but just, if you want to see them in a new way, go ahead and enjoy the album. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've been watching you, and um, probably my first encounter with your music was when I watched Bridget and you do that video, yes. So yeah. I love the type of texture you bring into it. It just makes everything sound so magical. Oh, thank you, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely one of the reasons why I chose uh, to play the harp is because it's such a magical sound. Um, I remember watching Disney movies as a kid and being like, wow, what instrument is that that I'm hearing? And my mom would say, well, that's the harp. And I'd be like, well, that's what I want to learn because we had a house full of pianos. Everyone played the piano. I still play the piano. I love the piano. But this is so different. It's it's so unique. And just if you can hear it live, it's just totally different because there's so many vibrations happening all at once. Yes, absolutely agree. So <clears throat> when did you pick up the harp for the first time? And did you start with the harp? Yeah, so I started with the piano basically when I was like right out of the womb. <laughs> My mom taught <laughs> piano in the home. Yes. So every room that wasn't a bedroom was like a teaching room. And that's still the case to this day, actually. Um, she used to wheel me up uh, in my crib right next to her while she taught piano lessons. And so piano was always a part of my life. And then I started playing the harp when I was 12. So I went to um, the Niagara Symphony. That's where I'm from is the Niagara area. The Niagara Symphony actually has like a summer music school program, mm -hmm. which is amazing because you can, for two weeks, attend the program. It's like going to school, but it's like just music school. You choose an instrument that you want to kind of experiment with. You have to have a certain level of musical background because they don't want people that can't read music, for example. You mm -hmm. have to be able to read music. Harp was one of the options, and so I remember walking into the room and just seeing rows of harps, and I was, like, in love. Like, that was it. I never looked back after that. <laughs> nice. Well, th that's beautiful. Why don't yeah. we have a listen to one of your songs from the album so everyone can enjoy, sure. right? So we'll hear a little excerpt. If you guys want to hear the full version, go to our audio when it's released and enjoy <laughs> all of it. And go check the album, too, so you get all of the songs. Here is Away in the Main. Oh, mm -hmm. 
all. Thank you. <laughs> so if you want to hear the whole thing, we can just download it anywhere on iTunes, Amazon, everywhere. It's there. Absolutely. Can you yeah. find it through your website as well? Um, I actually don't think I posted a link on my website. That's okay. Maybe I should have. But um, yeah, if you visit Sophie's website, you can mm -hmm. definitely download it there. But Excellent. you shouldn't have any problem finding it digitally. Perfect. So like you were saying, you guys were recording in different parts of the world. What was the biggest challenge of putting it together from a technical perspective? Yeah. Um, honestly, like for me, there wasn't really any challenges um, after it was done. It was, I think, getting into the studio, like preparing for that, that was the most challenging. Because after I was done recording in the studio, it was out of my hands. Mm -hmm. She took it to Calgary and had it in Calgary. I had no idea what the album sounded like for several months after. Yeah. Um, like I had no clue. So the waiting part was really hard for me. But in preparing, like not knowing um, what she really wanted from me as far as arrangement was concerned. So I feel like I recorded every Christmas carol like two or three different ways yeah. so that she could use uh, whatever she wanted in whatever capacity because I knew she was going to be playing melody mm -hmm. most of the time but I did want to you know give her some options to incorporate some solo parts as you heard in a way in a manger there's a solo part in there yeah. um, but as well like how how busy did she want the arrangement of harp to be did she want it simple or did she want it flamboyant did she want lots of glisses did she not it was it was really tricky so a lot of communication over the phone and over Skype as to exactly like what that would look like and sound like and then just went into the studio and gave her more than enough material to work with this way I knew I wouldn't have to go back mm -hmm. and I knew that she would just have a lot of options so it probably would have saved us a lot of time had she um, been there in person and had recorded her part first it would have saved me a lot of time mm -hmm. but in the end it got done so it doesn't matter it is what it is right well, that's great that sounds like quite the piece of work yeah yeah it was <laughs> amazing well that's great it sounds amazing so it was worth it yeah. <laughs> thank yeah, you it was. it was worth it for sure yeah all right um so uh what is usually your process like if you do work with someone remotely like if people want to hire you to play across the ocean, how would you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess communication would be the main point, right? To make sure yeah, that they. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good, clear communication. I prefer to make my own arrangements personally. So I need to hear something so that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Because uh, in most cases, the harp is adding something to something that's already complete. So in this situation, she had not recorded her part yet. Because oh, it was kind of the opposite. Oh, that's, yeah. that's more difficult. Usually yeah. you do it the other way around, right? Like you have your part done and then the harp is added to it. So mm -hmm. I think that's what made it so tricky in this situation. So I prefer if you give me what you've got and then I, even if it's a rough, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then working with a click track is really important. Yes. And then, you know, making my own arrangement is a lot of fun. That's what I did with... Uh, for Drake's album, I did not have a clue what I was walking into when I went into the studio. I had no idea what the songs were, what key they were in anything, of course, like nobody does, right? So I had to actually sit down at the piano in the studio and figure out the keys for everything mm -hmm. before I could record anything. And of course, everything was like crazy, like dominant sevenths, diminished sevenths, all these <laughs> crazy chords. Yeah, yeah. And then... 
just adding some simple touches with the harp. Um, I recorded for uh, two days in there, and then they use like seconds. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's but it's all right. I still got paid, and it was an amazing experience, and I had lots of fun, yeah. so it was yeah. all good. That's what it's all but, about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But being in the studio is definitely one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. I think because it allows me to be creative, like, in my own way, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, that's so amazing. So great to hear. And uh, what would you say as someone who is so busy as you are as a performer (laughs) as a studio musician as a mom too how do you manage your time and do you have any tips for us younger musicians on how to do that (laughs) so i'm not a morning person um (laughs) which is unfortunate with little ones but i remember my mom working on her arct and telling me she would she had my brothers, they were just babies, and she was working on her ARCT and piano, and she would wake up two hours before them and practice, and then after they went to bed, she would practice again for two hours. <laughs> That's definitely not what I do. I do all my practicing late at night when they go to bed. Now, the benefit is is I play the harp, right? Mm-hmm. So as soon as I tuck my kids into bed, I'm like, okay, mom's going to play you some bedtime music, so I just make sure I start off with something, yeah. you know, not like jingle bells or anything, <laughs> Something you know, more mellow yes, and slower. Yes. And then I can just really get a lot done once they go to bed. But, um, there for my business too, there's a whole online aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So it's just making sure that they've got something to do. And then I get onto the computer and mm-hmm. deal with all the booking information and my clients and the emails and yes. all of that. I think, too, like making your kids a part of the music experience is lots of fun. There's been many times where my son has had his nap right at the bottom of the harp with his feet up on the soundboard, (laughs) and I have pictures of him just sleeping like that with the blanket and and telling them, like, about my job and, like, what I'm doing and not just being like, shh, you know, be quiet, I'm working. Like, (laughs) I think it's important for them to know, like, how diverse what I do is and then they can appreciate it they're both learning how to play the piano too so they know about practicing Mm -hmm. they know about not getting it right the first time and so I tell them oh mom's practicing now and I'll even say oh I'm having such a hard time with this song I feel like I want to quit but I'm not (laughs) going to quit and you know vocalizing that is really like a teachable moment for your kids I remember when I was getting ready to do Zelda with Bridget, mm-hmm. that had to be the most difficult song ever. Like, honestly, it was one page and it just repeats itself over and over and over and over again. Mm. And I think that if I hadn't told Bridget, let's do this, and I hadn't had that accountability, I don't think I would have did it because that song was so hard and I I haven't touched it really much since we recorded it, so I'm not really performing it right now. It would take a lot of practicing to get it back up to that level. But I really wanted to do this collaboration. I loved the song, but I remember definitely, you know, being frustrated with the with the song and talking to my kids about that and then showing them the video and saying, look, you know what, here you go. Yeah, so, it worked. Yeah. yeah. Eventually. Great. That's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of Zelda, let's have a little piece of that as well. I love the video. That was beautiful. I wish I was like, ah. <laughs> okay, so why don't we have a little listen of Zelda, sure. the great fantasy? Mm-hmm. The great fairy, fairy fountain. fountain. Yeah, okay, sorry. My thing yeah. is cut off. <laughs> okay, here we go.
that's so beautiful yeah i remember from that video i was like um the landscape works so well with the music and i was actually yeah. wondering how would you play something like that that's that's very physical yeah yeah well the song was not recorded using that small harp that you see on the youtube video the yeah. song the it was recorded on the bigger harp yeah. i used the smaller harp in the video because we wanted that fairy look mm -hmm. and so of course the smaller harp was um better for that but the tricky part about zelda mm -hmm. wasn't just the chords it's the fact that i had to do a lot of pedaling with the harp and when you're recording it you don't want to hear the clunk 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 of the pedals changing the yeah. the sharps and flats and accidentals so that was honestly like the trickiest thing and also like just getting my hand from here to here like so fast <laughs> it was like Oh, I just remember talking about the tempo with her, and I'm like, okay, we need to slow it down a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. But anyways, it's a great video, and I'm glad it that we did yeah. it. Yeah, it's not an easy job to be a fairy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. All right. So as we get a little closer to the conclusion of our session, I really yeah. would like to play something kind of like a rapid fire game. So I'm sure. gonna ask you ten very quick questions. So you, your job is to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to do that? I think so. Okay, so I'm going to start the countdown. You might not hear it, but I'm going to go three, two, one, and then I'll read the first question. Okay? Okay. Are we ready? All right. All right. All right. What was your most memorable performance so far? Oh, it has to be quick. I got to be quick. I don't know. Just one, um, anyone. <laughs> I don't know. I guess my most recent was on the Being Frank show. Oh, right. At what age yeah. did you pick up a harp? 12. All right. How many instruments do you currently own? Five or six. <laughs> okay. Name your favorite harpist other than you. Oh, Katrin Finch. All right. What motivates you? Um, creativity. Yay. Which YouTuber you just can't stop watching? Which YouTuber? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. Um, you know what? I'm a sucker for Jimmy Fallon. All right. Your favorite song? Even though he's not a YouTuber, I don't know. I just like his well, video. he's pretty big there too. So, yeah. what's your favorite song to cover? Name three. Okay. Um, <laughs> a Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, River Flows in You by Yoruma. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Um. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Uh, you know what? Dumbo. Oh, I love the lullaby from Dumbo. Nice. I play that at the hospital all the time. Nice. Well, we ran yeah. out of time, but I don't see why we can't finish the questions. Yeah, let's finish them. <laughs> Name I'm too three... slow. I know. <laughs> Name three people that you admire. Oh, okay. Easily. Um, my mom, for sure. And I have a couple of um, my parents, both of them, really. Mm -hmm. But my mom, more so from the musical aspect. Mm -hmm. um, and just some mentors in my life, you know. Like, I have some, like, nobody would know them. But, yeah, I just have some good mentors in my life. Great. And I do admire my favorite harpist, Katrin Finch. She yes. just overcome, overcame uh, breast cancer recently. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she was a royal harpist for a while for, um, um, Oh my gosh, I'm going blank. Um, you're not, you know, Prince Harry's dad. What's his yeah. name again? Um, <laughs> I'm the same with names. <laughs> I I know that. Yeah. So anyway, that's great. she was the first that's royal great. harpist. Nice. 
when, uh, when they brought that whole tradition back in, she was mm-hmm. the first one. And so I think it's just a really cool thing. Yeah. Really I can't sweet. believe yeah. I don't remember Prince Harry's dad's name. <laughs> Well, okay. uh, obviously nobody cares about him anymore <laughs> <laughs> we just care about Megan and Harry and that's all <laughs> yeah they're the famous couple though yeah yeah <laughs> so dogs or cats oh cats I have two <laughs> nice name three musicians you follow on Instagram mm, okay well I follow I don't know names off that bat that well. I like I follow mostly harpists, right? So mm-hmm. Katrin Finch would be yes. one. Um, I follow Bridget. There you yes. go. We we yes. all know She's her. So great. She was on the show too. We jammed. It was awesome. Yeah. I don't know. There's a there's a couple harpists. There's one that's in uh, Tampa, Florida. She plays at Walt Disney all the time mm. for people like if they're walking by. She's a lot of fun to watch yeah. because. She's interacting with all the tourists and stuff, and she's playing Walt Disney cover songs. And because that was the thing that made me want to play the harp was the Disney music. I think that she's amazing. Oh, there's a new one now um, that's really up and coming. I'd have to look on Instagram, though, to see their names. (laughs) I don't know. That's okay. Keep asking me questions. Yeah, we, we, we appreciate it anyway. So... Uh, thank you so much for playing. I know that was tough because a lot of questions are like kind of long answer questions. And yeah, that's okay. It. So believe me, nobody makes it. <laughs> no, it's a lot of questions. But, you know, but we have definitely, fun. Um, tonight, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention yes. that I'm going to be on the Being Frank show. Woo-hoo! So it's actually during prime time. It's uh, Frank's Christmas special. Yes. Yes. Uh, nine o'clock tonight on CHCH. Mm-hmm. He's going to be singing some of his favorites. Um, I'm going to be performing solo. I'm going to be playing What Child Is This? Yay. What Child Is This is from my other Christmas album that's Solo Harp, which you can go onto my website and see that, or you can also download that anywhere. Mm-hmm. The title of my Solo Harp album is called Heavenly Peace. Nice. And that's just solo harp Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. So just look up Heavenly Peace, Chantal Dubay. You'll find it. Um, and then also on the Being Frank show, um, uh, Tammy Darling is going to be singing I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, it's my she favorite. Did a new, yeah, she did a new arrangement on it. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's a really cute video that she's got. I would definitely recommend checking that out because nobody's really redone the song and she yeah. does it justice. Like she does a really good job of it. So she's on this show too. Amazing. So check it out. Yeah, yeah. it should be a Tonight, good show. Guys, tune in. I follow Frank for a while too. It's pretty fun. So so great to see you do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, amazing. It, it, so before we go, I just wanted to ask you one more thing. Um, what would be if you had to sum up? What would be your one piece of advice for a younger musician entering the industry today and trying to do the same thing you do, whether it's a harp or anything similar? Um, what would be the one thing you would recommend to them? Well, there's not just one thing. I can sum it up quick with a couple of things. First of all, it's be nice. That's like the most important thing. I feel like some musicians have this sense of entitlement and Um, I think that you can lose work like that, you know? I think it's so important to be nice. Also, to uh, be consistent, whether it's on social media or the look that you're trying to go for or the image that you're trying to portray. Like, for me, it's all about um, Toronto's most elegant harpist. So I've stuck with that 
elegant look and I haven't let it go and it's worked really well for me. So be consistent, be nice, and then um, be quick to get back to people. Like get back to people, respond to your, your emails, respond to your text messages, whatever. You're on social media, if you're active, don't leave people hanging for a response, get back to them right away. So that kind of goes along with being consistent too. It's so important that you remember you're not just a musician, but you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of musicians fail to grasp. And this is why they're working for um, other people who are entrepreneurs and they're not musicians because they don't know how to be an entrepreneur and a musician. So I grew up in a home with two entrepreneurs as parents. That's what really helped me out. Honestly, like if it wasn't for that mentality growing up, I don't think I would be here where I am today. But thinking like an entrepreneur, the other thing I'm going to say is um, my biggest thing is I'm in the wedding industry, right? Mm -hmm. Like I perform at weddings and then I also hire out other harpists who perform for me mm -hmm. at weddings. One of the things that I've tried to do is I've looked at somebody who's really successful in that industry and I've copied what they've done. Now, I'm not talking another harpist. I'm actually talking like um, a floral designer. Mm -hmm. I've seen where she advertises and that's where I would advertise. I see where she goes and that's where I go. And I try to kind of mimic the people that are doing it right and that are being successful mm -hmm. because if they're doing it there, then chances are it's working. So I think that's important too to talk to other people that um, in regards to advertising who may not be musicians but if it's weddings that you want to do then look what other people that are in the wedding industry are doing to become successful and kind of follow along and copy them. That's what I mean by copy um, because the way advertising is being done now is constantly changing with the internet and social yes. media and everything like print ads. Especially for musicians, I think it's the biggest waste of money. Yes, I would do a print ad. So that's a lot of advice, but I'm really passionate <laughs> about helping other people. So there you have it. It's amazing. <laughs> I completely agree with everything you've said. So it's um, thinking about who you are and who you want to be in this industry and going with that, right? So yeah. responding to people, creating connections and being active. Yeah. So you're putting out all this content. You want to be engaging with your audience as well. That's yeah. the most important thing. It's kind of the yeah. reason I started this podcast because I wanted to find people like you and yeah. learn from them and bring some value yeah. to our community. So yeah. yeah. Thank and building so the much. network around you is really important too because you know you hear things like, oh, I need a violinist or I need yeah. whatever. Then you have a network of people that you can call on and then chances are like, you know, you're going to be working with them. So why not build your network of people that you know you like to work with? Someone asks you, you can exactly. be like, yeah, I know so-and-so. Bring them along for the ride with you. It's a blessing yeah. to them. It's a blessing to you. You're working with someone that you know and like and trust. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think like, just to be your real authentic self, like be who you are. Don't try to be somebody else because especially now with social media, like that is, it's so easy to see right through that. So mm -hmm. just being your true self and yeah, I think that's really, really important and not being afraid to do that because people are looking for something different. Mm -hmm. So if you're offering something that's not out there, that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. that's definitely okay. I remember when I was first doing weddings, other harpists were just wearing black and there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is that's what they, that's what you wear when you're performing in an orchestra, yeah. right? 
So that's how they were taught, and that's how they were trained. I've never done orchestral harp work, right? (laughs) Never have I done orchestral harp work. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was thinking, wait, I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to be positioned right next to the bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to clash with what they're wearing. So it is a good idea to figure that out and find out what they're wearing and ask the couple, like, what color would you like me to wear? Mm -hmm. Or just wear black. That's fine. But always, like, a nice gown or something. It just takes it up a little bit to the next level and... If you could just have that one little signature thing, yeah, yeah then you're not forgettable anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing, for sure. <laughs> Very helpful advice. Thank you so much, Chantal. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here today and telling Absolutely. us your story. So, guys, tune in to the Frank, um, Being Frank show today. Yeah. Don't miss Chantal on there, your favorite Christmas stuff. And we are also going to close with one of your songs, A Million Dreams, Harp Solo. And before we go, just a brief review. You can find Chantal on her website at ChantalDebate.com, on Instagram at forward slash Little Harpist, on Facebook at forward slash Chantal Debate Harpist, and on Twitter at Little Harpist. YouTube, look her up by Chantal Harpist, and you will find a beautiful Zelda video and many, many more videos that I'm sure you would love. So mm-hmm. get her album in collaboration with Sophie, and we can't wait to see more from you, and we'll be so happy yeah. to have you back sometime, maybe later in the season, in yeah. 2020, when you Absolutely. have a new video, new song, new album, anything, let us know, and no, we'll have you back on the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Um, no problem. Have happy holidays. Happy <laughs> holidays. Christmas. Thank and you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you.